Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Heads up, Richies. This episode contains holiday cheer, but it also contains some F-bombs, so please be advised. Okay, Brooke, we're like a full week into 2023. Mm-hmm. So... What is your the holidays are now officially over date? Mm, I I would say like January 2nd. Oh, like okay. I okay. think. I'm like, okay. now I'm ready for the tropics. <laughs> like, I want to go to a tropical yeah. location yeah. now, you know? Yeah. No, I agree with that. Yeah. The second January 2nd hits, I'm like, that's it. No more joy or cheer. We're in the right. gloom of <laughs> winter and that's yeah. all that matters. Enough. <laughs> so even though Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa are in the rearview mirror, We here at Rich and Daily still have a little bit of holiday spirit left, even though it's not January 2nd. (laughs) And we have one more little Prezi for all our Richies out there. That's right. So last month on our show, Even the Rich, available wherever you get your podcasts, we answered some of your questions from our listener mailbag. And today you're going to hear those questions and answers. Plus, we've added some special never before aired bonus questions that we threw in just for you. Yeah, because after all, I mean, what's a better topic than us? There isn't one. The limit does not exist. The limit does not exist. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Friday, January 6th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop, so it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes, and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of, so... That's oh, fun. yeah, <laughs> definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Saks.com. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. All right, Richies, you sent us your questions, what you've always wanted to know. And today we've got answers. Yeah. And can I just say, like, we have the best audience. Like, these questions are so good. I know. Hard to choose. It was. It was really hard. You guys sent so many great questions. And our producers refused to let us (laughs) make this a four hour episode, unfortunately. So we can't answer them all. But we did pick a bunch that we think you're really going to like. So without further ado, Brooke, you want to read the first one? I sure do. So the first one is from Mandy Hightower. Mandy writes, what role, if any, did Arisha have in Brooke's wedding? 
bridesmaid, maid of honor, etc. So it would be nice if it was one of those, wouldn't it, Mandy? God. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> so Arisha and I met in 2016. Mm-hmm. And then we moved in together in 2017 and this was only a couple months before I yeah. got married. So I was we moved engaged in like January, right? I moved yeah. in, in January. Yeah, and yeah. I got married in April. So like I was engaged and planning my wedding before I even met Arisha. Yeah. I still Crazily remember enough. you had posted something when like I don't know, a month or two after you got engaged. And it was, like, something where you'd said, like, fiancé or something. And I was like, wait, you got engaged? And you're like, I didn't tell you? Yeah. And it was just, like, we were still very much at the beginning of our friendship. Yeah. And it's so weird to look back at that now and, like. (laughs) I know. Like, if I were getting married today, Arisha would be my maid of honor. Like, I'd probably be the one to get married to, honestly. That's actually a better point. Yeah. (laughs) But it's weird. So, Arisha, I was like, I need somebody to, like, coordinate vendors day of. And I was like, this person seems to have their shit together. Obviously, I didn't know her very well. Um, but I was like, would you coordinate the day of? And she was like, yeah. So I made her a clipboard. Oh my God. I, love, I still have it. Queen A on the back. I still have it. I love that clipboard. <laughs> um, and she like coordinated everything the day of. And honestly, you did an amazing job. And like, yeah, that was, still- I, I used to want to be a wedding planner. That was one of the like life jobs. I was like, oh, this could be really fun. Yeah. I could never and- do it, but but it would definitely be way different today if I yeah, were to be yeah. getting married. Yeah. First of all, there wouldn't have been a deadly bounce house. I almost died there. Yes, there would have been. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's one from Deborah Henderson. She wrote, I know Brooke is happily married to Ross and Arisha to Chris Evans, of course. But what Bless are your you, Deborah? <laughs> but what are your five celebrity hall passes? <laughs> This is good because Arisha and I do have a list. Of I know. I've got our s- top five. <laughs> we do this periodically. We recently did this with the Rich and Daily team. Mm-hmm, we did. Do you want to go first? Well, I was like, should I pull up that list that I sent? Because I actually, <laughs> we read these ahead of time and I've already forgotten how I answered this. It's a constant revolving door. Mm-hmm. So no, you go first. Oh, no. Okay. All right. So <laughs> these are not going to be in order necessarily. Okay. They're not going to be ranked. Um, so one, Sal Volcano. He's obviously from the Impractical Jokers. He's usually permanently at number one. Um, two, Pete Davidson. You guys know I love That's me not some surprising. Pete. Number three, Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Number four, Chris Lowell. Oh yeah, yeah. He was on Veronica Mars. Yeah, he's on How I Met Your Father. Yes, oh, so cute. <laughs> and number five. Now this one changes all the time. Mm-hmm. Currently. It's Ryan Reynolds. <sighs> Brooke, come on. <laughs> I'm so sick of Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course he should be on the list, but I'm so sick of yeah. the shit. Of being too hot and perfectly funny. Well, he came back. He wasn't there for a while. Yeah. Okay. All right. So mine, <laughs> I mean, I married to Chris Evans. Honestly, bless you, Deborah, so much for saying that. <laughs> um, but Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling, I think he's the only one that we share. Mm. Um, oh, my God. This is, okay, so this is the problem is, like, this constantly, like I've said, this constantly rotates. Right, mine too. So um, I'm going to throw in Chris Hemsworth, mm. just because I recently saw him in Avengers, because it was on, on the plane. Uh-huh. Um, Idris Elba. Ooh, yeah, good choice. My James Bond, Forever and mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Is that four? Am I at four? Or three? I don't know. I think you're at three. Oh Chris, Chris, Idris. No, Ryan. Chris, Chris, oh, Ryan, Ryan, Idris. Okay. Right? Yeah. One more. Oh, God. Um, okay. And so my last one, and this is... God, I. This is why I hate having to make these decisions. I'm going to pull somebody very rogue, 
Oh. Um, kind of rogue. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to say Christopher Maloney. Wow. My neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. The one whose house I got wrong for so long. And you're like, that's yeah. not where he lives. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. why do you have a telescope outside of this poor person's mm-hmm, window? Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. not him. Wait. <sighs> what? I hate to do this. Okay. I hate to do this, but I think I'm going to delete somebody from this list and oh, replace it. This is classic me, I know. Mm-hmm. But I was just thinking, I think I would have a lot of fun with Mindy Kaling. Wow. And I want to throw her in the list. Not like sexually, but like if I just got to hitch my ride to Mindy Kaling. Arisha, this isn't a friend list. It's a hall pass list. A hall so you pass have to of... bang her. I'm sorry. You put her on the list already. <laughs> okay. If I have to bang her, but that means I still get to follow her around, right? Sure. Okay. Then fine. Until the restraining order kicks in. But yeah. <laughs> well, All right. wait, who then. are you? Who are you getting rid of? <sighs> Your neighbor. I'm sorry, Chris. Oh, boy. Poor Chris. I can't compete with him and Mariska. I just can't. <laughs> All right. Fair. Great question, though. This one, mm-hmm. I, I've thought about so many times to the point where it's like, do I laminate it like in Friends and mm, then get screwed? No, 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 no. Don't do that. <laughs> so, okay, this next one is really good. I like it a lot. It's from Ashley Morgan. And Ashley writes, hi, Arisha and Brooke. I've got to know. Oh, God. What the hell is up with Magnet Gate <gasps> and this story about one of you pretending you're... Go- <laughs> and this story about one of you pretending... You were moving states, so the other one would move out. Thanks. Okay, which story do you want to tell? You can pick one and I'll pick the other. Well, okay. I'm going to have to tell the moving story because you're going to make it look like it really happened. Oh, God. So my husband and I were thinking about moving to Las Vegas. and This was when I was living with them. Arisha was living with us at the time. Mm-hmm. And so we had like made the decision. We wrote an email into the you know property management company and we're like, we're putting in our 30 days notice. We obviously told Arisha, you know, that she actually, did we offer to let you just take over the lease? Well, we like tried to do something where I pretended to be the roommate (laughs) that's still on the lease because there's two of you and the person you moved out here with. There's a random roommate. Yeah, on the lease. So I like made an email account with her name and like emailed the person and they like didn't reply because I was like at one point going to just stay under quote her name was Mm -hmm. one of of the plans we had. But then it was too complicated. So, you know, we, I started packing up. Arisha <laughs> found a place and moved out. And mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. decided not to move mm-hmm. to Vegas, which was good because this was before even the rich. And that may not have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but Arisha loves to say that we mm-hmm. pretended to move out so that we could get rid of her. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I everything you just said just backs up what I said. I mean, look, whatever happened, we still got rid of Arisha. And that was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mission accomplished. Um, okay, so for Magnet Gate... Mm-hmm. The magnet, was it all of the magnets? I feel like I have to tell this one too. Oh, you would love to just tell all of the. So, okay. So <laughs> there's a fridge obviously in the apartment. And obviously. Brooke has, I don't even know which one of you does it, has all the magnets like lined up in like a perfect order. <laughs> and someone flipped all of the magnets upside down. And Brooke's convinced mm-hmm. it's me and it's not me. So mm-hmm. I think it's Ross. Either that mm-hmm. or Brooke is pulling the longest con of the world and holding on to this. I wish it was that, but I'm, you know, I'm never going to like disrupt a display. That's just not in my nature. <laughs> but it was funny because I came out and I'm looking at the fridge and I see one magnet upside down. And you know, when you like see one ant and then you let your eyes relax and you see a hundred ants, <laughs> this is what happened. I saw the one magnet upside down. I was like, oh, haha. And then my eyes relaxed and I saw that all of the magnets were upside down. And I'm like looking at Ross and Arisha, both sitting in the living room. And I'm like, who did this? Innocent as you please. <laughs> 
Yeah. And Ross was like, well, I didn't do it. And Arisha's like, well, I didn't do it. So which that means it's 100% Arisha that did it. Why is me saying I didn't do it mean because that I did do it? And Ross saying he didn't do I it. Because I know you. Because I know you both. Ross doesn't, will never take the time <laughs> to flip the magnets upside down. Uh, it's one of those mysteries of the universe, I guess, that we'll never really we'll never know what know. happened. Yeah, we'll never know. But I would love to get some fingerprints, <laughs> some crime scene investigators in to figure mm-hmm. it out. It's just really been a humdinger. Yeah, I can ask Chris Maloney. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't tell him I took him off my list. That would I go terribly. So the next question is from Aaron Galligan Baldwin. And Aaron writes, Hello, Brooke and Arisha. I love, love, love both of your podcasts. Thank you for being you. My question is, what are the lyrics to your theme song for Rich and Daily? I'm with you until after I see that hair toss and then it loses me. It's a great song and I want to know all the words. Would love to hear you sing it too. Aaron, you had me till that last line. (laughs) You did. (laughs) Well, it's funny because there's been like even people that used to work on the show had the lyrics wrong. Yeah. So you had somebody who thought it was hot sauce Mm -hmm. for a very long time. A lot of people think it's hot sauce. So do you want me to say what it is? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's, I see that hair toss, give me that floss, floss, Floss. Mm -hmm. we got the hot goss. Goss. Mm -hmm. So now everyone can sing along. And who knew there were so many words that rhymed with toss, gloss, and goss. (laughs) It's unstoppable. Yeah. Um, So that's the song. Sing along, please. So our next question is from Brittany Mattingly in Kentucky. And Brittany writes, have any of the celebrities or their families that you've covered ever reached out to you, such as defending themselves or being upset about how they were portrayed? Basically, any reactions from the people your shows are about? Which I got to say, Brittany, why would you think they would write to defend themselves or be (laughs) upset about how they're portrayed? We did hear from Kanye. I'm just kidding. And he was like, keep it up, ladies. He's upset. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, We actually did hear from Mm -hmm. a relative, a family member of the Murdoch family. And this family member DM'd us both on Instagram. And they were like, I'm listening to the show. You guys are sharing information that I didn't even know. My family's pretty, like, tight-lipped about things. And they were very nice. Yes, very complimentary of the show. So Yeah, yeah. And that was... The show is obviously very different for those that have been here since the beginning. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to kind of get that feedback so early on. Yeah. Okay, so this next one is not a question, but I have to read it for obvious reasons. Alyssa in Alabama writes, Not a question for the holiday episode, but an endorsement of Arisha's pronunciation of naked said as naked. I'm from Alabama, and that's the only way we say it, so it sounds normal to me, LOL. Which, I'm not from Alabama, but I have never felt more validated. So, Alyssa... Well. Well, here's something I'll tell you, Alyssa. Whenever we make fun of her saying naked, she's like, it's a regional dialect. (laughs) So obviously that's false. And thank you so much, Alyssa, for proving that. Okay, so the next one is from Sarah Boyle. And Sarah writes, hi, ladies, huge fan of the show. I live in the cold Canadian prairies where sometimes it feels like there is a designated pop culture black hole, which just sounds awful. We're so sorry to hear this, Sarah. (laughs) I was hoping that you could reflect a little on how you as women have grown since even the rich began. Speaking out as women now versus before the pandemic and the Me Too movement, do you feel more confident or able to be vocal? What restraints are you still struggling with? This is I gotta such say, a good this question. Is, yeah. I like I I told this question to my mom. I was like, this question is just <laughs> wonderfully provocative. I love it. And your mom was like, I'm so glad you answered the question from my burner account. 
<laughs> no, I was like, mom, why didn't you send in a question? What the I heck? know, I know. So I will say, me personally, this show, doing this show has taught me not to form a knee-jerk opinion on mm, somebody mm-hmm. and not to take a headline about somebody, especially women, and be like, well, this must be true. God, what's what's going on here? Like, it's a lot, it's, it's forced me to kind of like look into stories further and kind of play devil's yeah. advocate because a lot of times headlines will just say the most outlandish thing to get you to read the article or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And the show as a whole has changed a lot and it's become kind of this show that champions women and women who have had a really tough go in the media especially. But for me, it's like definitely made me a bigger champion of women all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I mean, I echo all of those sentiments. I think that this industry is especially brutal on women and always has been. I mean, most industries, if not all industries, are like that. And like Brooke, like I feel like I'm I try to avoid those knee-jerk reactions or at least allow myself to have a second reaction that's probably mm-hmm. more in line with my my ethics and how I feel about things. Cause I, you know, I grew up, I've talked about this on Rich and Daily quite a few times. Like I grew up inhaling the media, like People mm-hmm. Magazine, Perez Hilton, during the height of like just ripping, especially like women that were probably my age or just a few years older, ripping them apart for whatever they were doing. Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton, et cetera, et cetera. And in like working on this show, you just realize like we're all people at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And just because they have a lot of money doesn't make them less worthy of having respect, being kind to. Like, kindness costs nothing. And the media, people on the internet are so mean unnecessarily. <laughs> and so I just try to, like, filter everything through that lens of, like, these are people, too. They don't deserve to be treated like shit just because they said X, Y, and Z. That being said, do I feel more confident or able to be vocal? <laughs> I definitely feel more confident. I've gotten to the place where as long as what I'm saying is in line with how I feel and what Mm -hmm. I believe in, I'm okay saying it. Yeah. Okay, I think we have time for one more. It's from Anna Boudere. Anna, I am so sorry if I'm saying your name incorrectly. So Anna writes, Together you seem to bring out the best in one another. As individuals, who do you think is funnier? Oh, Anna. (laughs) Anna, you want us to fight? We already had to do (laughs) trivia. Come on. That's an interesting question because... Honestly, like, I've said this many times. Like, Arisha's the funniest person I know. And I think mm. I think we're funny in different ways. And I think yeah. that's why we bring out the best in one another. You, like, find your person, you know, that, like, just compliments yeah. you. Not, like, sending compliments, but, like, compliments who you are, your personality. And yeah. it's just, like, one of those things where it's, like, you put it together and you just get this funny beast. Yeah. It's, like, it's just it, – and it's truly, like, a comedic chemistry that – I haven't been able to replicate with anyone else. So it's No, like, and I try. I'm always like, I need a backup bra. <laughs> yeah, no what one... if something happens? <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's true, but it's hard. Like, <laughs> you just, you really do. You find, like, your match and, like, it, you just bring out the best in each other. So yeah, I know yeah. you wanted an answer of who was funnier. And, and it's me. But I think as, as a general rule. <laughs> there it is. I knew it was coming. I'm just surprised it took this long. I know. I'm so sorry. But, yeah, that's, <sighs> yeah. we're both hilarious. Yeah. I will say this is a fun little story. So one of my first memories of Brooke, we were valeting and that's where we met, by the way. We get that question a lot. We met Mm -hmm. valeting and she was telling me about an idea she had Mm. for a TV show or like a web series. Mm -hmm. And can I share this joke? Yeah. 
Okay, no, this is copyrighted, is. unlike Mariah's Queen of Christmas. Um, <laughs> she was like, I have this idea where it's this like web series following like five or six women and they're walking like they like uh, something's blown up in the background and they're walking kind of like the slow motion, like in action movies. And they're walking and somebody yells, you should smile. <laughs> and she said that to me and I like lost. I was like, OK, this bitch is so fucking funny. And that was yeah. like the beginning of me just like falling in love with Brooke and her humor. So thanks again to everyone who submitted those questions. It really genuinely means the world that you guys took time out of your busy days to reach out and ask us these questions. So many Mm -hmm. great thought provoking questions. We had a lot of fun with them. Yes. Love them so much. And honestly, without all of you, we're just, you know, a couple of friends with microphones and a dream who are Mm -hmm. watching terrible reality TV. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Frasier. From (laughs) Wondery, I'm Marisha Skinner-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you like our show, please give us a five-star rating and a review. And be sure to tell your friends. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Our theme song is by Gems. Scott Velasquez is a music supervisor for Freesound Sync. Peter Johansson is our senior producer. Our writer-producers are Michaela Myers and Liam Garrow. Our sound engineers are Sam Ada and John Lloyd. Executive producers are Tina Rubio and Marshall Louie for Wondery. Have a great weekend, Richies. See you Monday. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast, American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.